G'day all you hard-working, true blue, honest, gritty squillions. Well, the Changers series is about to wrap this week in Haliva, and that means 15 surfers will lock their place for the 2023 championship tour and a possible dream date with the Rip Curl Was finals at Trestles next September. So the timing could not be better to announce that Rip Curl are our new presenting partner for Blitzed. That's right, the show dedicated to pure tour nerdism at its most analytical, potent, microcosmic and fizzed out best. Blitzed is dedicated to the truth. Nothing but the God honest truth. Surely Gabby Medina can't be wrong when all he wants is a little bit of truth. With Rip Curl's support, we can now bring you all the pre-event hyperbole, pre-event hyperbole, the post-event tear-ins, the in-depth athlete mind scrapes, bonkers coaching strategies, and the sordid untold life events that will impact every event that matters throughout the surfing year. Rip Curl and Blitz will be all over it like Zeke Lau on John Florence at Bells or Gabby Medina on Kiowa Belly every time he walks out his front door. And to all our Oz and New Zealand Swellians, if you haven't joined up the Club Rip Curl yet, get onto it. The world's largest surf community, Club Rip Curl is your free ticket to exclusive offers and members-only rewards. You join for free, you sign up, you start earning points instantly, and you can use those points to get new stuff have first dibs on unique Rip Curl experiences and heaps, heaps more. And cop this, if you hook up your Rip Curl GPS 2 watch to Club Rip Curl, you get points every single time you surf. Every time you're in the water, you're earning points to get the good oil from the mighty Rip Curl. Just jump on ripcurl.com, join Club Rip Curl, get yourself a GPS 2, start earning those points. Ah, you kidding. Competition surfing Rashes I've got on the line one of the Australian Challenger Series heroes sitting right in the button of qualification heading into the final event of the year at Haliva starting in a couple of days' time. Jacob Chippo Wilcox, welcome to the program. Uh, thanks, mate. Fuck yeah, stoked to be on the program. <laughs> mate, how are you feeling? <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling pretty good, hey. Fuck, um, just got to Hawaii probably about five days ago. We're staying in this pretty sick pad. We've got... Um, Okay, we've got a good crew actually. Fucking hell crew. We've been staying with the same people pretty much all year this year. We got fucking Leo O'Brien, Morgan Sibley, um, Dylan Moffat, Kalani Ball, and Mikey Madonna. It's fucking it's a pretty epic um all Australian QE crew. All in the one part. It's fucking yeah, it's sick. So I haven't held hell time, I fuck the waves are um been pretty fun over here. Good to get into a bit of juice again. So Sick. Yeah, it was tough to watch you go all the way to Brazil uh, and then get thrown out in, you know, pretty junky marsh and, and come up with a, a first-round defeat there. I mean, talk to us about, <laughs> yeah, just making that crazy journey to lose that early and, and how you kind of wash that off and, and reset. Yeah, it was, it was 
fuck yeah that that was a that was a shocker of a trip for me hey like i got all the way over there um first day like the waves are super fun there i just surfed heaps and then the second day like i got like real crook and um i was sick for like <clears throat> probably 10 days there like through the comp and everything i don't really know what it was if i got like fucking picked up maybe COVID or something on the plane again, but we also were staying in this absolute shit box of the house. It had black mold all over the roof and stuff. So, and um, I'm not sure if I was allergic to that or what it was, but. Oh, mate, yeah. e- e- everyone's allergic oh. to black mold. It's in the fucking Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's so, probably what did it. I don't know. I got, I, I went over there and just ended up getting super crook, like moved my fucking bed down into the kitchen to get away from this black mold and, I don't know. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't me. Um, the finest trip of the year for me. But um, towards it, and uh, towards the end of the trip, like started coming good. And um, one of the boys did hell good there. Kalani Bowie fucking smashed it and made a few heats. And uh, so we all just like kind of got behind him. And uh, I watched a lot of heats. I didn't do a lot of surfing that first week I was there. And then, um, but the towards like the last few days there, actually. I can have some pretty fun surfs, hey. The waves are actually really fun there. I was actually pretty presently surprised. Yeah, it seems like, uh, I don't know, they've kind of unlocked the keys to Brazil in recent years with the events they've held there. They've scored pretty good waves. It was just, you know, they didn't really show up for your first round heat, but it was fully contestable. You know, it was in that kind of, I don't know, four-foot yeah. storm oh, the, surf range. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah the, the, waves, the waves are pretty, pretty good. I just was like... When you when I when you crook and you just like I was just like a bit mentally frazzled, body was like fucking just pretty roasted. So yeah, it's a bit of a bummer to go all the way over there and it's like on the rankings it was a bit of a stitch up. But I guess that's kind of life and travelling and all that sort of stuff. Like sometimes you go away and you get sick and it's actually a couple of, happened a couple of times this year. So I'm just coming to Hawaii just like focused on being healthy and being strong and ready to do a couple of backside snaps pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Getting over the line. <laughs> That's right. I mean, how are you liking the look of Haliever? It hasn't been the, the happiest hunting ground for goofy footers. I think there's only been one goofy foot winner in the history of the event, and that was Barton Lynch <laughs> way back in 1988. But, uh, I mean, at the same time... Sick. You know, you're in a long period juice. You've you've got a similar-ish wave, or at least you're pretty used to, um, you know, long period wobbly rights. You got main break Margaret River in your backyard. Um, so I can only imagine that you know, if anyone can do it out there, it's you, and you must be feeling pretty confident. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Hey, like I don't know. I feel like I've come to Hawaii. Oh fuck! Since I've been like I don't know, thirteen years old. So I feel pretty comfortable like coming over here and. The waves, like when there's waves and when there's push, and um, there's just like waves coming through in a heat. I feel like I generally serve pretty good heats, and then feel like the heats that I lose, it's usually when the waves are kind of shifting and kind of shit, and I kind of get a bit like lost in the ocean. So I don't know, I feel comfortable out there. I feel like I know the wave I want and the type of surfing I want to do. So um, I feel like I can kind of find a bit of confidence in that coming into the event and I actually saw BL in the surf the other day out at sunset. Like a legend, so just channel a bit of BL's energy. That's it, mate. Good omen, good omen. He was on a bomb that day too, yeah. I saw. Yeah, well, he's got the psycho's beard going. <laughs> I'm, it's, I'm trying to go one as well, but I can't get past a few little pubes on my chin. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, keep it pumping, mate. Just keep channeling that BL energy uh, by hook or by crook. Yeah, just channel BL all the way to victory. What um, exactly. What makes it such a challenge for Goofies? Because it, it's not like it's a, a shit wave by any stretch. You know, it, it's a it's a world class wave on its day. I mean, obviously the event is not always running perfect conditions, but um, you know, plenty mm-hmm. of push. Uh, you know, so, some really big bowls and, and big sections just begging for a, a goof like yourself to tee off on. Why do you think it's been such a hoodoo for goofies over the years? Um, I, that, that, the only thing I think of is that end section is like pretty hard to approach on your back end sometimes because you've got all this down the line speed and you've got this section that's kind of coming at you at a weird angle. Now that's probably caught a few goofies up in the past, but um, if it's like a good stroll direction, I feel like it's almost where it's like almost a little bit fat. I feel like that when it's, I guess that's maybe a bit more of a Westwell that probably suits the goofies probably better because they can just like really make the most of the the kind of steep sections and it's a bit easier to surf as a goofy. Um, I don't know. There's probably, I don't know what the goofies are doing. I've got to pull a finger out a bit, but there's probably not as many goofies in the comps either. I feel like you watch the comps and it's like gets to the quarterfinals and there's like one goofy or something like that usually. So, I don't know. You just gotta, just gotta swing it. Just gotta swing it. That's my my approach. Is like I can just get it up there, get it back down, get it back back up there. Doesn't work that good for me though. I've only got a few heats here in the past, so hopefully I can do better. Yeah, what sort of strategy do you take into this? I mean, are you looking at what you need to do to qualify, or do you just block it out and, and concentrate on doing your best surfing? <laughs> I don't know. Like. Some people get, I'm not really like much of a rankings guy, like where I really get into the rankings, break it all down and be like, fuck, I need to beat this person by a heap and then I'm going to qualify and all that sort of stuff. I feel like you just think into all those like, like, I don't know, small little things about making only to this heat and that far and get me this and I don't know. It's not really how I like to go about it. Like, So I don't know, I just... My approach coming into this event is like, I just want to be healthy. I want to do some good surfing. And um, if that, like, if I qualify doing that, like, that's epic. If I don't, at least I've like, tried my hardest and stuck to what I wanted to do and committed to doing some good surfing and getting the best out of myself. So, fuck, keep the ranking sheet away from me. And I pretty much, I just want to make the final. If I make the final, I'll be pretty pumped because I feel like it's probably a way that. Um, I think I surf not too bad and probably in the past I haven't really had the results that I think I can get out here so yeah that's probably my approach don't look at the rankings too much and just try to do some good surfing and I've got some pretty sick boards under my feet at the moment so I'm just excited to surf on those boards and just have a fun time doing it Amazing man and I haven't actually had a look yet what are you seeing when you look at the forecast? Um, oh, for tomorrow, it looks like it's going to be, I don't know, like kind of like this weird north swell. I, I think it'll be like w- little lefts personally, um, which probably, hopefully they don't run. I don't think they will. Um, but like later on in the week, looks fun. Uh, like around Tuesday, it looks good. A bit more of a west kind of ground swell it looks like. And then... Um, even the Wednesday after that's not too bad. And later on the week, I think there's going to be waves. Um, fingers crossed there's going to be waves. Like, 
I don't want to, like ideally, wouldn't be surfing like a grovelly little left to qualify in Hawaii for the last of the year, but like it might come down to that. Who knows? But hopefully we've got some good waves and I think there will, but midweek and end of the week, it looks like it could be pretty worthy. So pretty excited for that. Man, it's exciting. It's such an exciting event to watch as a spectator. Um, you mentioned before, you know, just spectating yourself as Kalani went on a tear <coughs> in Brazil and, you know, looking at Halle Even now, you've got Dil Moffat uh, at 10th right in the bubble. Uh, you got Morgs at 11th and yourself at 15th. So that's three Aussies like right in the mix there to lock down a spot uh, in 2023. And I mean, what's the feeling been like? Uh, among the Australians on the Changers this year, um, I mean, we've seen a super tight crew come together in the past and, and, and that's generated a lot of energy and a lot of success. I mean, those guys that were in your crew uh, a couple of years ago, you know, they went ballistic on the world tour last year. Callum Robson, 10th in the world on debut. Conroy Leary, 9th. Jacko Baker stayed uh, above the cut, kept his spot on tour. I mean, have you guys managed to keep that that kind of energy and uh, camaraderie alive? Yeah, for sure. I feel like um, that all kind of really started probably end of last year. Um, my theory on how it kind of started was we were all kind of just stuck out of Australia because we couldn't travel, but no one could travel back to Australia after they lost an event or they couldn't go back home. So we were all kind of just stuck together and like we all just everyone really got around each other and just started supporting each other throughout the whole event. So like we'd get to an end of an event, all the all the other people had kind of gone home and there'd probably there'd be twenty Aussies still there, like all getting behind an Aussie who's still in the event. So um but seeing that last year and seeing how uh, many of the Aussies had success on the QS getting onto the C T, um, like it was kind of almost like everyone saw that and it was like this year we've just kind of naturally just done it again and it just happens to be like all the people that we travel with are like really good blokes and it's like good to get behind them and support them because they're good mates as well so um, I feel like it's really natural and um, everyone's just kind of just cropping getting behind each other so yeah it's cool to be a part of that. Yeah, I was wondering, like, I mean, I'm sure there was a, a period when you competed when it wasn't like that. There wasn't that kind of tight bond. Um, com- comparing those days to, to now having that renewed uh, camaraderie, I mean, what's the difference between it? Yeah, I think, like, maybe when I first got onto the QS, it was, like, a lot of maybe individual Aussies that were doing really good in their in their own little bubbles but kind of coming on as, like, a... 18 year old straight away and get on the QS. I feel like I probably got a little bit lost for a few years, just like not really having older guys to travel with or kind of to show you the ropes and all that sort of stuff. So it was just like me, Kalani Ball, and Jackson Beckett. We were just like traveling around like these pretty much just little grommets and we had a hell of time. But it might have taken us a little longer to kind of find our feet and uh, have success, success on the QS, maybe because of that, opposed to like. I don't know, it's like pretty cool being able to have like the younger guys coming now, travel with us and we're no experts at all, but like just being able to like give little tips here and there, like being able to like help out where you can with like little things on the road. I feel like um, I've kind of enjoyed doing that for the younger guys as well because I maybe didn't have that as much because um, of how it was back then. But saying that, there was still like 
heaps of Aussies that were super cool to all us young guys. It was epic, but maybe not just like staying together and getting around each other as much as we are now. So I feel like it's pretty cool. And hopefully it's like for years to come, just uh, all the other Aussies see this and see how much success you can have if you all get behind each other and help each other out. Because surfing can be a pretty lonely sport. It's an individual sport. So surfing can get hard at times when you're, having a shit run so it's good to have your mates there to fall back on and help you out and um i feel like yeah we've got something pretty good going on at the moment so so yeah it's cool to be a part of it yeah it's such a good point i mean it it, it almost seems counterintuitive You, you can see the young guys coming through uh as a bit of a threat but if you just remove that and actually, you know, kind of nurture uh, their pathway and help them out, they can actually provide so much energy uh, to you. And, and you can get not only the energy, but it, it is quite a nice role to, to be, uh, you know, that, that older guy um, nurturing talent, um, you know, being able to pass on wisdom yeah. and advice. That, that I, I don't know what the uh, tangible... Uh, benefits of that is for yourself but i know it's there it is there yeah definitely it definitely goes both ways as well but it's like the chances of you probably surfing against the guy staying with like there's another fucking 80 people in the comp they're like you're there but they're they're the competition it's not the four people you stand with most of the time and if you cut if you have a heat together then fuck it no one's gonna hold back and kind of be soft about it like we're still going to compete how you want to compete but um yeah, I don't know. You can definitely get some people get weird about it, but it's like, fuck, if yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty cool that I feel like, and I'm happy to like give out bits of info and just most of the time just talking shit with them. So it's pretty fun. Totally, man. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, just looking ahead, like far out. It, it's so wild to um, see guys like Jacko. Callum kind of go on with it in, in such a way and I look at you as a surfer and you know we we know in Australia we know how good you are you, you've put out some of the greatest surf films or edits that I've seen in the last decade by default uh, being you know the one that really comes to mind but if we can just get you onto the tour and into <coughs> some quality waves it feels like you could do some serious damage it, it is just a matter of getting over this slight speed hump that is the Changes. <laughs> yeah, fuck, thanks for reminding me, mate. <laughs> uh, no, thanks for saying that about the clip as well. I appreciate that. That was, um, it's probably definitely been a highlight of what something that I've done in the last couple of years is probably making that clip and working on something with one of my best mates to kind of get that out there. And stuff. that's a part of surfing that I really enjoy as well, that kind of free surfing and getting clips. So, um, I've actually got some coming out probably end of this year or next year. Um, but yeah, fuck, it's, yeah, it's, it's I don't know, the, the, the Chang is, is the Chang is like the waves this year have been pretty average, but you just, I don't know, you just got to kind of like fully embrace it. It's just like a complete different type of surfing to surfing to make movies and all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's a good, it's a good challenge. Yeah, that's how I think of it. It's just like a really good challenge, and it's a different type of surfing that you just have to like kind of, kind of figure out. And like, like a lot of good surfers that have been really good in good waves, and not like good in small waves have worked it out. So I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll get there. Oh man! Hopefully, it's in a couple of weeks. <laughs> that's right, hundred percent. Oh mate, we're riding every wave with you, and uh, can't wait to see you blitz this comp 
get in the big leagues and uh, do exactly what your predecessors have done, which is take some fucking major scalps. Can't wait to watch it, Chippo. Thanks so much, man, for giving us your time and best of luck. Yeah, no worries. Fucking thanks, Apes. Up the Swellians. Up the Swellians. <laughs> Competition surfing. Rashes. This episode of Blitzed was brought to you by Rip Curl. Join Club Rip Curl today. Start earning points for members-only benefits. Ripcurl.com.